from New York Women in Film and Television, this is Shot Collars, a podcast that celebrates the work of women behind the scenes and in front of the camera in film, television, and digital media. Thank you so much for joining me on Shot Collars. I'm your host, Destiny Lilly. I'm really thrilled to bring you this conversation I had with Roz Murphy. She's an inspiring woman. She's a producer. She has a background in marketing. She's a media consultant. And she's on the board of NYWIT with me. And we uh, work together. And she's just a really great person. And has a lot of fascinating things to talk about. So without further ado, I bring you my conversation with Roz. I'm here today with Rosalind Murphy. Roz is a media consultant and producer, and she's also on the board of NYWIF with me, where she serves as the VP of programming. Roz, welcome. Thank you, Destiny. Um, I'm so glad to have you here today because I really want to talk about uh, the types of programs that NYWIF offers. So can you give us an idea of what NYWIF programming is all about? Yes, definitely. Um, I'm really excited about the programming committee. I've been a part of that for about 10 10 years, um, volunteering and being a part of that committee. And um, so why I really love it is NYWIF produces like a variety of programs. We have what we call our speaker series, which some people may be familiar with our Power Player Breakfast and our expertise programming. Then we have our panel discussions and generally it's an industry topic and we have five to six people on a panel. We've had women in animation, we've had women composers, um, you know, so different topics um, that we have on the panel. And then we have also workshops and our workshops do really well. We have writing workshops. We've had casting workshops, which you have also produced and, and that's one of our, our favorite ones and we have the actors come out. So really oh, happy. Yeah. So <laughs> people are always, uh, you know, looking forward to the casting um, series. And then we have our special events and uh, one of those subcommittees is the international um, international committee and in that we've done Bollywood we've had folks come and talk about Bollywood industry we also did one on Nollywood and we try to make those more interactive and learn more about what's happening in the film industry but also cinema and culture so that's kind of the focus and we have done finance day Mm -hmm. so I, I think it's just it's really just a great committee to be on because our members actually produce those programs yeah, that sounds amazing. And I know that you can go to programs, whether you're a member or not a member, and they're all in the you know general New York area, mostly in Manhattan, but we do some things in Brooklyn occasionally too, right? Yeah, Brooklyn and Harlem. Yeah. And, yep. that, and that's such a great point because um, we do have a membership of, of over 2,000, and we do our programs, we, we have our membership in mind, but of course we also have partnerships with industry folks, so the invitation goes out, the newsletter goes out to the PGA, um, the Writers Guild, and so it's really, you know, to provide, um, to provide educational entertainment empowerment you know um to our members as well as industry folks yeah I mean I think it's really amazing that you know there is an organization that focuses on programming not just for people in the film industry and television as well but also for women specifically 
So I wanted to ask you a little bit more detail about some of the programs. Sure. So can you give an example of, you said you have a speaker series. Can yes. you give an example of what that's about? Yeah, so our speaker series is generally when we have someone who has, I would say, a career of uh, 15 years plus, and is generally like an executive at um, a network or studio or, um, you know, a director, producer, someone who's, who's been in the business for a while, kind of come and talk about their journey, their story, like how they got started in the business, um, kind of sharing, you know, that, that story, but also what they're currently doing. And they talk about their companies. And so the Power Player Breakfast is great. We have it in the morning, 8.30 to 10, and we have um, speakers come. And in the past, we've had Sheila Nevins, who's president of HBO Documentary. We just recently had Don Ostroff, who is the president of Condé Nast. And so, you know, we just, it's, it's very inspirational. It's storytelling, and, but then you also get a chance to, to you know, briefly kind of greet and, and, talk, to, and talk to the um, person that we have speaking that day. Yeah, I've been to a lot of those programs, and they're really fun. And it's just like the energy is really amazing, especially when you have such, you know, accomplished people on the panel. And I think what is also so great is that, you know, it, it really is a setting where women feel comfortable and kind of sharing their real story. So you don't just kind of hear what you've seen in the press release. And it's like, okay, yes, I started off as an assistant or I started off in a totally different area in history and now I'm in film. So I think that's very inspiring and, and great for women to feel comfortable to come and kind of share their stories. And, and you see the challenges, but you also see how they work through it. And, and that's very inspiring to people. And another example is our expertise. And so um, why I think the expertise is great is we have um, experts come in and they, it's very, it's a more intimate setting. So it's anywhere from 25 to 30 um, at a round table. And so again, they're sharing experience, but you really get to sit down and, you know, ask questions. And one of the first ones I attended um, was Ava DuVernay. So I remember. I was at that you one. You was at that one. Yeah. Is that where we met? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I was I was at that one and I was just like this is so cool we're sitting at like a conference table with a Ava DuVernay table. before most people knew who she was but she was already you know she was already she was doing well it was yeah. right after was, her uh, Sundance yeah she it was, went what was that, that was in the middle of nowhere right yes yeah yes and yeah it was then and again I think we were we were very impressed with her we wanted to cheer her on and celebrate her but she shared some of the challenges she had and we mm -hmm. were like all excited you just won you know best mm -hmm. director. And uh, she was still like focused and like, okay, that's great, but this is what I'm gonna do. So I, I you know, I think it was great that we were celebrating with her, but she was already focused on the next thing. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so um, I do remember that very fondly. Yeah, she's very driven, and I was definitely inspired by her. So, Roz, I know that you also help plan a lot of like hands-on programming and workshops that are really designed to help people learn more about like particular subjects. So do you have an example of one that was really helpful? Yes, I think, um, I, I can think of a couple of, we do quite a few as I was talking about editing, screenwriting, workshops, but we had a series that we had, um, there were actual three programs that went really well. We called it our mini media series, and that was actually produced by Captain O'Kane, also another, uh, another board member, another board member. So it was great. And, um, you know, again, some of these programs come out of, you know, things that people are saying, this is something that I want to learn. And one of the things Captain talked about is, well, let's get together where we're helping our members and also industry folks, giving them more information about social media. So one program was social media. The second one was how to write a speech. And the third one was how to interview. Mm -hmm. um, so to prepare, you know, 
know, for our projects and stuff. So the social media one went really great. Um, we, again, this is a workshop, so it was about 20 to 25 people. And uh, we had a publicist talk about how to present yourself on Twitter and how to tweet and, and how to, um, you know, actually present your profile. So that was very helpful. And it was just amazing that we spent like our hour on, on Twitter. So um, people love that. And we're actually looking at having um, a program later on on social media again because of the feedback in that one. And then for the speech writing one, another great one where we came in and we got samples of, you know, great speeches and the actual instructor, you know, showed some speeches and gave us examples of some Oscar speeches. Um, he actually used Michelle Obama's speech yeah. as one of the great ones. And so, um, and just kind of giving examples of, of how to do that. And the third one was interviewing because a lot of us in this are in producing and, and directing and we have projects where there's an actor on or writing and so how do we prepare when we're mm -hmm. interviewing you know for our projects what kind of things do we say what how do we handle a question that we're not prepared for or a question that may be personal and not about the project so that one we did really well too so really excited about that media series it touched on a lot of different things and um, some of them we had people come back that attended all three, and some just kind of wanted one of the series. So mm -hmm. I think um, that's kind of a really great example of some of the things we do. Yeah, and I think that having that kind of hands-on learning where people are really just like digging in and, and experiencing new things and able to ask questions and get like really appropriate feedback for them, I think is really key. And that's one of the things I really like about um, a lot of the programming that you help to plan. Um, also, uh, I know one of the programs that we've had in the past that's been really successful is the Pitch Fest. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about that? Pitch Fest was, yes, actually a brainchild of LaVere Sutton. And, you know, a lot of members, um, we just, again, you know, having projects and, and wanting to get your project out there, whether it's funding or after it's done getting marketing. So the Pitch Fest is where we actually reach out to network executives to come and listen to different pitches from our, you know, from from our, our members. And so what happens is we have a pre-session that happens before, and Jim Arnoff is a person who's worked with us and, and has led a lot of workshops himself, and he helps to prepare, prep you for folks who have not done pitches, and what are the key things that you should pitch, and the one sheet, and, you know, and what's the follow-up with that, and what type of materials for follow-up. So the pitch says, Pitch Fest, we've done really um, well on that, and we generally do that one time a year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's I've just heard, like, in general, great feedback on that program and a lot of other programs, and I think that's one of the things that's really key about what you're working on. It's mm -hmm. so exciting. Yes! Yeah. So another exciting thing is that you were at Sundance. Sundance, Yeah, just a yes. few weeks ago. What was that like? Tell me, how was it? I, I love Sundance. It's one of my favorite festivals. I'm a film festival girl. Because <laughs> I really started out in this business as, um, I always say, the ultimate film fan. I was a person that would go to film festivals and sit all day. And, um, you know, years ago, unfortunately, a lot of films you wouldn't see again mm -hmm. um, and I think with the you know with technology and digital age you know folks do find a way to you know on iTunes and and that kind of thing so um, in going to these film festivals like Sundance is such a great way to you know present your projects and you know you celebrate the people who are, are in Sundance but it's also filmmakers who are looking to collaborate so for me over the years I've met filmmakers that I've actually end up working with and, and doing marketing for and um, 
um, you know, just you get to see a highlight of what's coming up. So mm -hmm. I remember being there a couple years ago when Beast of the Southern Wild, like it was great to see this indie film. And then, you know, later on, it's actually Oscar nominated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, this year, I guess the thrill was really like um, Bernie Sands is a, a film that was uh, actually shown at Sundance. But before it actually came to Sundance, it was bought by Netflix. Oh, great. So it was really great to see um, this gentleman, you know, this young man who's also a fraternity guy, telling kind of his story and stories he's seen about it. So not, you know, a story about hazing, but the realistic side of it and, and why people want to be a part of a fraternity. So um, that was very heartwarming and, and also kind of tough to watch, but celebrated to see that Common was an executive producer for it. Mm. So it's kind of great to see how you hear the backstories, you see these films, you go there, you watch them, but it's also kind of great to see how the filmmaker got executive producers to come along on the project and how they're promoting it. And then you also celebrate like, oh, somebody picked it up, Netflix, and you're you know really happy about it. Um, another film I saw was Mudbound by D. Oh, Reeves. Yeah. Amazing. And uh, I heard before I saw that Mary J. Blige was in it. But I, I tell you, like, first, like, seeing it, I was like, is that Mary? Like, it was really great. And, and honestly, she got a lot of great press there mm -hmm. um, for her role. So Dee Rees is an amazing filmmaker. And um, and that one got distribution as well. I that forget. got distribution yeah. and Netflix, yeah. too. And Netflix, right. Netflix. In yeah. um, about the 1940s, um, you know, two families and kind of showing opposite side. And, of course, unfortunately, during that time, and, you know, the, the severe race racial tones that were happening. But I think it was just beautifully shot and um, just such a story that people were touched by it and um, so it will be interesting to see when it gets to Netflix kind of what kind of uh, how it will be received. Yeah and that's amazing too because Dee Rees you know being a female filmmaker you know so many times you know a woman has like one film like she had Pariah come out about I don't know five six years ago yes. and then it's like then they don't necessarily get another opportunity and you know she did Bessie on HBO mm -hmm which, you know, people loved, but it's great to see her making another feature film it again. Is. So it it's is. really exciting. And so, um, and also one of the things I thought uh, Sundance did a really great job about, they had a part where they had like just the sound design picture. So they yeah. had Dee on a, Dee Reese on a panel where she talked about the sound. So it was really cool how they showed certain scenes and she was like, and this is what I wanted. And this, so I'm like, I love, you know, we were talking about earlier how we love like, going to, to, to films and then kind of hearing like the talk back to the Q&A. Mm -hmm. And so for me to hear like to, to see that part of it, to see her on a panel and talk about the sound design and how she, she wanted it and, you know, imagine it and then to go see the film and you're like, oh, I remember her talking about that. So yeah, um, yeah Sundance is just a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. And that's amazing too. I love, I actually like really love sound because it's one of those things that a lot of the time you don't notice unless it's bad. Mm -hmm. Because if the sound is, is working, then it just seems seamless with everything that's going on. Yes. So, yeah, I've been trying to be more, you know, like cognizant of, of those things and notice it more. Mm -hmm. uh, because, yeah, because you're like, someone works really hard someone works really to hard. make those sounds sound just right, you know, and to make everything and the different layers of sounds, you know, how, you know, you've got like, you know, the car sounds and the people sounds and the outside sounds and like, you know, maybe something goes by and like yes. all these different sounds that are competing with each other for your attention, but you're also, you're yes. hearing them, but you're listening. I, I find it fascinating. Yeah. So I think that's like really I think it's cool. good also. Yeah. And, and it's great to see like the different uh, areas or departments. So it was mm -hmm. really great that they highlighted that. 
um, you know, during the film. So I, I enjoyed it. And I think another thing that really stood out for me at Sundance was virtual reality was like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, they they have a couple of um, films that they showcased in it, but they had a, quite a few virtual reality um, companies and talking about how, you know, this is really, you know, is it the next big thing? But also it's an opportunity for filmmakers to try out virtual reality and tell these 360 stories, you know, from different views. So I just, it's like everywhere, virtual reality, virtual reality. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, and so to kind of tie that into what we're doing, one of the programs that we're doing too is that the Doc Committee is doing um, a virtual reality program in April. Oh, amazing. So yeah, so, um, you know, one is... Like virtual reality and like Docu... Oh, that's and, fascinating, yes. yeah. Yeah, so we're very excited about that. So it, it's good, right... To go to these film festivals and kind of see what's trending and also what are the opportunities for filmmakers what are the opportunities mm-hmm. for people who are writers what are the opportunities for people who are producers and it's just just like as our program it is it's a way to collaborate a way to meet people and partner and um and as you start going a couple of years you become like you know it's almost like uh like a greek weekend alumni hey i'm back <laughs> <laughs> So I'm back, and you're, you're you're texting people. Are you here this weekend? And so it, it is fun. It is yeah. Fun. And I think it's great that you use that opportunity not just to learn about what's going on, but then to bring those ideas back to NYWIFT and have that influence the programming that we're doing. So we're staying, you know, current, which I think is always really important. Definitely. Um, and and I love that. And I think you know that's why I encourage people not to only you know enjoy the programming but if you have an idea come and pitch and for me when I go to Sundance or other film festivals I'm like I want my members to hear that mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years ago I got to meet we talked about Beast of Southern Wilds like I got to meet some of the executives from on Fox Searchlight and I was like you know I'd love for you guys to come out to New York and the executives were in LA and they were very open to saying hey our upfronts are going to be in May let me see if I get my team out there. And it worked. Yeah, I was at that one, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, she's always was, been a supporter, that Destiny. Was, that was a, no, that was a great part. I was like, this is amazing. We had a whole group of executives from Fox who came to talk about, I mean, it was mostly like casting, but it was other things as well. Mm-hmm. It was really fascinating. Yeah, and so I, I did have a uh, you know a couple of asks while I was out there for the for the VR folks, and um, you know also for certain creatives, executive producers out there. Um, so yeah, let's see let's see what we can get <laughs> so yeah. we can get for our programming for the spring. It'll be great. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be really exciting, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So. Um, I also wanted to ask you a little bit about you. So, like I said earlier, media consultant, producer. Yeah. So, can you talk a little bit about both those titles? Because I think for some people, those titles are a little Very um, confusing. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. I, I just, just like that, uh, I thought that encompassed a lot. All encompassing. I, I, I love media consultant. Um, so media consultant. So I feel very fortunate to when I first came, you know, to Nine With, I came as a per- a marketer. And and trying to partner with more uh, through American Black Film Festival, but honestly, there was not a role for a marketing person at that time. You know, mm-hmm. it's producer, director, actor. I was like, where do I fit in? Where do I fit in? But I've I've always loved films, so I kind of volunteered for stuff and volunteered to work on films and volunteered. I I feel like I'm like the hype woman mm-hmm. for like film. Like I'm the yeah. hype woman. <laughs> I love your project. I'm gonna hype it up. I'm gonna appear, <laughs> promote it. So really, like media consultant, it's really encompasses social media strategy, promotion, PR work. 
Um, and my clients have hired me to, you know, um, help them in the beginning stages of their projects to create their social media sites. Um, also, once they get in a festival, to help promote that they're in a festival. As they, we said, we love to get the folks in the seats mm-hmm. and to fill the theater um, and just kind of doing overall, like, promotion of the project. And now, producing, I'm really excited that last year I got a chance to produce three films. A feature in two shorts, and the feature, Dope Fiend, uh, written and directed by Ron Elliott. And I came on board um, to produce and did a lot of different roles on this film. But Ron and I had worked together before, and I was his marketing consultant for some other projects. So he gave me a call and was like, you want to produce? You said you want to produce. Come on on the project. Mm-hmm. So so um, that was definitely a learning <laughs> um, a learning role in that we were on set for like 17 days, mm-hmm. la- January uh, 2016 in like 17 degree weather. So <laughs> 5 a.m. to 1 a.m. And you know what? I love it. I love being on the set. <laughs> I love that part of it. But um, everything from a production manager on site, um, also did some post-production work. And so um, really was excited about working on Dope Theme. And we did, we're doing, we did the festival circuit mm-hmm. and, uh, at the Newark International Film Festival, we won best feature. Oh, that's so, amazing. Yeah. So we're happy about that. And in the process of getting distribution now. Great, great, great. So, uh, is there a way that people can follow what's going on with that film? Yeah. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Always here to support. Always here. Yeah. Got to co-promote. <laughs> yes. Don't feed the movie.com on Great. Facebook and also um, our website. Great. And we're hoping to announce something soon for distribution. We're, we're in meetings now. And another film film that I was really excited to work with, um, Dana Verde, on her film in black and white. And mm-hmm. again, I worked with Dana in the past in, in marketing. And since you see this Thai collaboration, uh-huh. <laughs> kind of using your skills to get your foot in the door. And so yeah. I'm really glad to like have an opportunity to kind of work with people I worked at, you know, for as clients before. And so Dana is um, really a wonderful white writer and write great dialogue and, and characters. And so her story is about a young couple who, um, interracial couple, and they um, just found out that they're about to have their first child. Mm-hmm. And so they have a dinner party to announce it to the family members, and it becomes a whole kind of conversation about race and culture, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in a humorous way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that was about 20 minutes. And we, we were in a couple sh- uh, film festivals, Harlem International Film Festival, and uh, Chicago Black Harvest. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I know Chicago Black Harvest. Chicago That's Black a good one. Harvest, which was good, and it's um, a good festival, great festival. I mean, and for me, it was a, it was fun because I've actually, as a marketing consultant, you know, pitched for my clients to be on certain panels or festivals. But that was like my first time of being a producer on the panel, <laughs> and I remember one of the questions just really got to me was like what is success, right? And for me, I was sitting there with the lights all bright and I'm like, success is doing this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing this. Like I was able to transition and I'm, in, I'm doing this work. So that's exciting. And then I can say the next time success is being picked up distribution. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think at this point, success is definitely being in the business and doing it. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to, you know, having organizations like New York Women in Film, where we where we support each other, we collaborate, we partner, we give feedback, and um, and that's why it's like one of my favorite organizations. Yeah, I mean, I get hired by like other members all the time, mm-hmm. and or referred by people all the time who are like, oh yeah, I met Destiny through Nywift, and you know, you should know her. And so that happens to me all the time. So yeah. 
So I want to talk about one of the first NIWIF members I met, Barbara Massery. And, and, you know, the reason I thought about Barbara, she was one of the first people who, when I said I was in marketing, she's like, marketing, we need you, and I want to talk to you. And so Barbara, I have worked with her as marketing, doing social media strategy, actually creating a social media page, and um, have also done work with her doing crowdfunding Indiegogo. But she was the first person that really said, I get your marketer and I need you. And you know, over the years, I've, I've worked on her uh, different projects and her project that's coming up now, The Girl with the Pink Hair, um, I'm working with her on that. So just excited, like when I just, as a thing about like nine with, she's one of the first like people I've met that also became a client. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's just great to see that, um, how, how marketing is. And one of the things, you know, I think in the past people thought about marketing and it was kind of like the last thing they thought about on a project. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now mm -hmm. to see, mm -hmm. yes, you have to think about marketing early on. Yeah. And so I just kind of wanted to share that story. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think marketing is definitely something like that comes so early that even, you know, in the casting process, you're thinking about how can we market this film with these actors? Do we need to find, you know, more famous actors or do we need to like, how do we use like casting as a marketing tool long before you've even shot the film, let alone, you know, with it being finished. I think definitely. sometimes people think about marketing once it's finished, but now it's like, yeah, you're thinking about marketing Almost during like the writing process, yeah, I guess. Writing like, like, the like writing, writing it, and like, oh, how am yes. I going to be able to market this film? Who are the uh, different communities that we can, you know, target, mm -hmm. and all these things, and know? not just think about it, but budget for it. Yes, and, and I'm yeah. hearing that more now on panels too. Like, budget for it. Think about yeah. it very early. Definitely, and your audience, yeah. and that, and that. So, so Roz, what programs does Nightwift have coming up soon? So we have some pretty cool programs coming up. The DOT Committee, we have two great programs. The first is actually happening on February the 21st, and it's OJ Made in America, a archival case study. So mm -hmm. we have two of the producers discussing about how they went about the process of researching and finding archival information for, for this uh, show. So wow. I think that one is really going to be great. Yeah, that's fascinating. I mean, there was like eight hours of... of footage yes. so, yeah. and it's great to you know it'd be great to hear from the producers and so it's mm -hmm. going to really be more of a case study discussion and definitely you know I, I say I encourage you to come but come with your questions so I think this will be a great time to, to see what's happening with uh, this film and also being nominated you know yeah it's up for the Oscar <laughs> yes and so another uh, series that we have that's actually coming up with Doc is we talked about uh, virtual reality. Right. And so we have a program in April called uh, Virtual Reality Women Taking the Lead. And so that's in April. So check that out on our Nywith website. And our big panel that we're excited about is produced by Catherine O'Kane and it's true crime panel and the discussion is going to be on intent versus impact. So please check that out. Yeah, definitely. I love true crime. You I'm like, I'm crime. a huge true crime buff. Yeah, this is going to be a great one. So I definitely hope folks come out to check it out. Those all sound like amazing programs, Roz. I can't wait. Yes, we have a great group of, as I said, our members produce the program. So I, I really just enjoy working on that committee. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you, Destiny. Thanks, Lots of Roz. fun hanging out with you. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Colors is brought to you by New York Women in Film and Television. To find out more, visit nywif.org. 
Shot Colors is produced by me, Destiny Lilly, and the music is by Lisa Brigantino. Thank you.